When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Straight Outta Marvel Shows, Kevin27, back with another fire episode. And today, we have a lot on the table. We got the Flash review. We got Extraction 2 review. Happy Juneteenth. We got the Blackening review. And then, to keep it marvel I will end this episode with the uh, Craven the Hunter official trailer breakdown and uh, live commentary so please stick around and this will be probably the last time where we are not talking marvel stuff we define like the drought is over ladies and gentlemen the wait is over the day is finally here secret invasion is amongst us are you a scroll am i a scroll who knows it could be dwight it could be any one of my listeners could be a scroll so before we get into that we are going to go ahead and talk about the weekend wrap up uh we took an extra day because of juneteenth happy juneteenth everybody to all my brothers and sisters out there and um so i was like yeah let's drop this episode on tuesday now that everyone got everything out the way you should have seen extraction you should have seen the flash by now and you know not saying you should have seen the black in it but i went to go see it because i mean i had to support black business on juneteenth and that was the way i wanted to do it because i'm the movie guy y'all already know that i would that would be my name if it wasn't taken already but uh whatever so let's go ahead and start with the flash 66 percent on the tomato meter 85 percent on the audience score where do i sit in that i'm sandwiched right in between i'm in like a 70th percentile right and um i thought the movie was good strong start strong middle weak ending that's that's what i can say and y'all already know we do spoilers over here all that non-spoiler review shit out the window unless they pay me for it this is spoiler alert spoiler alert so i'm gonna just keep it real bro the multiverse thing might be stagnant already it could be like those couple years where it was like uh civil war and superman versus batman and it was everybody versus everybody we could be amongst that right now when it comes to the multiverse and honestly it's only so many different ways you can go with it so the whole movie and the premise and this is why i thought the ending was trash right and not because of they brought back who who was that the was that the original Superman, uh, Christopher Reeves? I feel like they brought back, and people was complaining because he's dead. And bro, I don't, I don't. I mean, Christopher Christopher Reeves don't give a fuck. He's dead. Like, why do y'all care so bad? <laughs> he don't give a fuck. He know what he signed. Like, bro. So, I'm looking at it from that perspective, and or matter of fact, I'm looking at it from this perspective. We go through this whole movie, and remember how Barry was in the Justice League 
people thought he was annoying. Me personally, I like annoying teenager type of comedy. And he ain't really a teenager, but I like that young kid, annoying, quippy. I mean, you know, I, I'm into that. Obviously, I'm a Spider-Man fan, so I'm into that. But or so I like that he was pretty much a mentor towards his younger self, which was Barry, if his mom didn't die. And this Barry was cool as shit, hella friends, people fucked with him the long way, long hair. I mean, dude was, he was like the 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 Barry that he probably would have wanted to be, right? But, of course, the original, his mom died, dad got locked up for it, led to a life of misery. I mean, come on, give me a break. So, we get through all that, right? And this whole story is, oh, my God, I messed up the multiverse. I messed up the multiverse, and I got to fix it. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then we get all the way to the end, (laughs) and he still was like, well, maybe I could fix a little something, something. Maybe if I put the sauce on the top shelf, my dad would look up. So he still ended up changing it. It's like he did not learn his lesson at all. Right? So that is why I thought the ending was trash. I mean, if that was the case, all the world should have collided and the whole multiverse should have been blown up and then, boom, let's start anew. Instead, we get this cookie-cutter scene where he crying and all of this. He meet his mom in the past and she she doesn't know it's him because he's an adult. And I, I, I guess that would be like wild because she like, you look familiar. I'm guessing he was like eight or nine when his mom died. So, I mean, 13 years later, of course, you wouldn't really know. Right. So. I ain't gonna lie, brother. Ending was trash. I really enjoyed the film, though. Overall, I mean, y'all know I'm a stickler for crowd reactions that's why i go to the movie theaters i i could easily be like these other people and be bootlegging watching shit on cam but i like to go to the movie theater for the movie theater experience and i like to hear what the people are saying and bro i would say 90 percent of the jokes landed 90 percent. i it wasn't really too many cringe jokes a lot of people were laughing uh now this was I mean, shit, this was days ago, so I don't really remember the jokes at this point now. But, yeah, a lot of people was laughing, and I really enjoyed the humor of it. Now, let's talk about the CGI of it all. Yeah, the CGI was trash. I ain't even going to hold you. It, I, And you, y'all know, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big dog when it comes to CGI because I look at all of it and know it's fake. So when, some, when I look at something and it looks fake, it doesn't really bother me because I'm an adult, like seriously. But this, some of the CGI in this shit was horrible. It was like some of some, like especially the baby scene, right? The all of these babies falling out the window, out of the fucking whatever floor of the hospital or wherever they was at, and he go and save them. First of all. I thought the scene was a little too long. They kind of dragged it. But, I mean, it kind of looked cool. 
But then when you looked at the babies, they all look like dummies. And I don't mean like dumb kids. I mean, like they look like dummy babies. Like it just all that whole scene looked trash. The scene in the desert when they was all like running towards each other with Supergirl, that that scene didn't look bad to me. I did kind of find I did uh, find it kind of odd that they weren't fighting in the city. They was like fighting in a barren wasteland. That was a little strange to me, right? But I mean, it is what it is. Now, what I did like was um initially I liked when um Barry too, we're gonna call him Barry too, when um when he kept saying, Okay, we can fix it, and he kept trying to fix it, kept trying to fix it, kept losing, kept losing, and then this is when it started getting repetitive and redundant. It's like, oh, this is a point that we can't get past. So Michael Keaton's Batman and Sasha Cow, I think her Supergirl, they end up dying in this battle with General Zod. And it was a it was a good battle, but I ain't gonna lie. The way the battle was, I was like, God damn, Supergirl weak as fuck. Like, <laughs> I was like, she weak as hell. Like when she was fighting. I don't know. She was fine as a motherfucker. We're going to talk about that in a second. But her fighting was just uninspiring. Like, honestly, they need to tune that up if she's going to get her own movie. To like, Let's just be real here. Let's be all the way frank, you know? And you know what I just... If, when they say, let's, let's be... I'm being frank here. What do they mean by that? Is it like Frank, like Benjamin Franklin, $100 bill? Just wonder. But uh, yeah. So the the CGI and all of that stuff was cool. The fighting, the fighting did not impress me at all. I just feel like with a character like the Flash, they should be able to have better fight scenes. Let's talk about what happened in Eternals. Now, Makari didn't get the acclaim she should have gotten, but still, her fight scene is one of the best I've ever seen, especially in live action with the speed shit. And honestly, the way that The Flash does it, it just doesn't work for me. It's too much slow motion. It's like the world is his oyster, and I get it. He's moving at um, 10x while everyone is stuck on regular or minus 3x, at least for him. But it just doesn't translate well to me. For some reason, it does not translate well, and I don't know why. But that could be a myriad of things. But me personally, I just didn't like the fighting. So we could talk some cameos now. Michael Keaton, I thought he killed it, honestly. I thought he killed it, but it wasn't over, like super impressive. And again, I'm not a DC fan. You guys know this is a podcast called Straight Out of Marvel. I'm not a DC fan. But I did see those Michael Keaton Batman films, of course. Like who hasn't, if you're my age. I mean, he was he was good. I really I feel like he was one of the better parts of the movie. The only thing was, I felt like they was trying to keep it like in the movie. It was they were trying to be secretive. Like, oh, we don't know if this Batman. But, I mean, come on. Clearly it was. But it was cool. 
TR, I keep going back from really good to cool. I really think, though, his banter and all of that, and I thought his fighting skills were impressive. I mean, the Batman always fights well. Like, so this was no different. So shout out to Michael Keaton. I thought he was really good. Um, His decision, though, bugged me a little bit to kill himself. And maybe it's just because it was like an absolute point or whatever the hell cannon event. It's all it's it's kind of all becoming the same shit now with the whole multiverse. But I just didn't understand why he didn't just jump out the damn plane. Like, I guess he I get it. He couldn't eject. But you Batman, you should be able to just climb out that bitch and jump off like flip that motherfucker upside down and fall out that bitch. I ain't understand that. So I thought that was a little cornballish, but whatever. But whatever, whatever that is, it was cool. Now, let's talk about Supergirl. Supergirl to me, she came and stole the show. And um, I could be being just a man here because she just looked so damn good. But honestly, I thought her acting was good too. Her acting as Superman, she was very dark. Like she was almost like Batman, but like as Superman for some reason, like to me, it seemed like she was like, like <laughs> she was like a Batman type of Superman. It's, it's weird to say. It's a weird thing to, to say, but, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Cause y'all know how I feel. Batman just has zero personality and that's his personality. So she wasn't like that, but still very good. And bro, her suit chef's kiss. Like all the other suits is cool. The flash suit is all right. The Batman suit, whatever. The Supergirl suit, bro. That shit looked good. And that was that right there is when I say, like, bro, let's make female superheroes sexy again. That's what I'm talking about. Nice and toit, toit like a toyga, bro. I mean, fitting curves all the right places. The suit was perfect, magnificent, and I don't want to hear no bullshit because, bro, when I listen to podcasts and this is female on there, they be going daddy this, daddy that when it comes to Thor or whoever they think is sexy. So, bro, superheroes need to be sexy. They don't have to be. We can get our chunks in like, you know, uh, the Spider-Verse and all of that shit, but, bro, we want sexy superheroes. We don't want no big, fat, sloppy-ass superheroes or no uh looking like a twig superhero who want voluptuous like like a scarlet johansson like bro scar scar jojo like sexy slender but still like just got it in the right places so that's how i feel about sasha cow and i ain't even gonna lie if they come out with a supergirl movie with her i'll be there day one no matter what y'all know the meme with that soccer dude i'll be there no matter what like <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. No kizzy, no cat. Me and bro them say, <laughs> me and bro them say, no kizzy. Oh shit, I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. She was great. Honestly, she was probably my favorite part of the movie. I was actually sad when she died because I was like, damn. That's why I was like, bro, she was weak as fuck. Like I thought when they went and got her, she was gonna like do some shit. But apparently, because of how he altered the universe, she had to die. For whatever reason. Now, I am hearing that it was an alternate type of thing 
an alternate ending where uh bat batman and supergirl was supposed to show up at the end of the courthouse because it was actually and shout out to my boy uh my boy king elad let me pull that up real quick he sent me this in the dms and i thought it was interesting because i would have preferred i would have preferred this ending the ending to uh the original film just felt very lackluster to me i'm sorry so one ending was keaton's batman and calls supergirl at the courthouse uh, number two was Kyle Supergirl, Cavill Superman, Godot's Wonder Woman, and Keaton Keaton's Batman at the courthouse. And um, then three is the one we currently have in theaters. I get why they didn't do. I get why they didn't. I would have preferred them to do one, but I get why they didn't do it because. He did alter the timeline still. That's what I'm saying. The ending was trash because if that was the case, if it was about him learning, like if it was about him learning the whole multiverse and this and that and learning from his mistakes, you can't live in the past. He still went back and changed some shit. So it just didn't make sense. And also, I did think it was kind of corny that I mean, I get it, but. I mean, he did all of this to have his mom alive. And then he, like, kicked it with his mom for, like, five minutes. That shit was corny. So, just throwing that out there. Um, so, I guess why they didn't do Keaton's Batman is because James Gunn isn't going to want to have him as Batman in the future of the DCEU or whatever it's going to be called. So, I get that, honestly. Uh, really, that makes sense. The... I still feel like they could have had Supergirl pull up at least. But the one, the ending was cool. Then they had George Clooney as Batman. It To me, the ending was a fucking mess. Like, they still had Aquaman with Jason Momoa, but Ben Affleck wasn't there. Makes zero sense. And honestly, I really thought we was going to get Ben Affleck and uh, the other... Um, Michael Keaton, Batman on screen at the same time. I don't know why I thought I seen that in the trailer. I thought I seen two Batman in the trailer, but like together, but I, I guess I saw it wrong, but I mean, it was cool. Uh, what else can I pull? And again, the, I, I'm not really, I wasn't really mad at the, uh, I was not mad at the, uh, the cameos. Now, the CGI did look like shit in that. When they did all them, the Nicolas Cage one looked the most egregious. That Nicolas Cage CGI, oh, it was funny, but it looked horrible. I'm sorry. That shit looked bad. I don't know, man. I don't know. And um, I don't want to be calling people out, but bro. It's a podcast or a YouTuber I was listening to. I ain't even going to say his name because I fuck with his content. But he tried to say, like, a lot of this movie CGI looked better than Marvel CGI. Bro, stop trying to be a contrarian. Like, it doesn't. It did not. Just knock it off. Cut the malarkey. Like, it was no bad CGI in Wakanda Forever. I'm sorry. It was not. You call bad CGI on Ant-Man, though. It was some... Some questionable shit in there, but 
I don't know. People trying to act like Marvel just suck on the CGI. You're wrong. So overall, I'm going to get that movie uh, 7 out of 10. I thought it was good enough. I did fall asleep for like five minutes. I ain't even going to lie. It was a part where it started getting a little boring, and that was towards the end. I thought the uh, some shit that I, that I just thought was a little trash. Like, yeah, the Speed Force part. That Speed Force shit was, I ain't going to lie. Oh, and another thing. That shit, it re- you know what it reminded me of? And this is why I started, I really started feeling like it was trash. And it could be, they could be stealing from each other. I don't know who did it what. But, bro, the end of that whole movie felt like I was watching the what if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands episode. Like, seriously. You got the the Barry that was out of control, who did everything that he did. And I just, and then he looked all crazy. It just felt like I was watching it. It felt like I was watching that Doctor Strange episode. So that was another reason why I thought that the ending was trash. But anyways, we moving on from that. Uh, 7 out of 10. I would recommend you to go see it. Because it's not bad like people trying to make it. I, I'm honestly, and I'm not a DC fan. So I don't know. A lot of people are telling me they didn't stick to the source material. But you know they're not going to. Like they're always going to switch stuff up. So I don't know why people are surprised about that. But... I just think people just want the shit on this movie because it's Ezra Miller. If you notice, he don't got no movies lined up. People are acting like he got away with all the shit he did. But no, he don't got any movies lined up. Ain't nobody checking for him. I mean, he trying to do the whole they, them. I ain't calling no motherfucker. I'm not calling nobody they. Like, bro, I'm not, I don't, I don't got to sound stupid to make you feel comfortable. I'm just not. I ain't even going to hold you. I respect you if you say, oh, I'm non-binary, whatever, but I'm not calling a single person they. I'm just not ever doing it, ever in my life. I'm never calling one person two people or like, no, hell no, hell no. That's some straight up American shit, bro. Get that out of here. Like, oh, I'm they, I'm they, them now. No, you're he, him, like. Or or you she she you she her whatever but I ain't doing that I ain't even gonna hold you be a fucking man be a fucking man Ezra but yeah all the shit that he did uh what my what my dog said what my dog said what he say what he said yeah but every time I saw Ezra can't help but to think he's a legit criminal. Like, he kidnapped someone and tried to force them in a cult. But, yeah, he was cool, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people feel this type of way. So, I, it was cool, but, yeah. He he was cool, but, eh. Go see it for yourself, but it's definitely not a movie. I, I'll probably watch it one more time when they come on Max or something. But other than that, I'm off of that. And that shit flopped hard. I didn't, you know what's crazy? For a movie of the the promotion I seen for it, that shit did less than Transformers. And we talking about a movie with Michael Keaton in it. We talking about a movie with Ben Affleck in it. Jason Momoa. And that shit did less than Transformers. And it made less than Black Adam in the opening week. Weekend. That shit is horrible. Horrible. So 
So yeah, man, DC is in the dirt, in the mud, and it's hilarious to me. Remember all that shit they was talking back in uh 20, was that 2014, 2015? Yeah, fuck Marvel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Marvel's still on top. They might not be as red hot as they used to be, but Spider-Man No Way Home was just a couple years ago. So Guardians of the Galaxy was just this year. Like Marvel's still dropping $800 million hits, like damn near billies. Like, come on. So anyway, let's move on. Because I'm getting long-winded on the flash, and I did not mean to. Let's talk about Extraction. Extraction 2. This movie, I loved. I loved. I tweeted this movie top five in my top five. I said this movie's in my top five, regardless of the rest of the films I see this year. This movie has to be a lock. So we got Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. What's my man named Tyler? Tyler something. I don't remember his his name, but uh, I know it's Tyler. But bruh, this movie was the shit. You talk about a great story for one. I loved how they didn't drag the fact of him coming back to life for like 40 minutes. They really, he come back to life. He go back to living, like, try to live his life, I mean, for, like, 10 minutes. And then Idris Elba pull up, like, yo, I got somebody who needs your help. And he right back at, right back to the shits, ready to get the job done. I love that. They didn't drag it. Like, the movie was fire. Like, it got a 77% on the tomato meter, but an 89% on the audience score. Honestly, the audience score isn't high enough for me. That shit need to be in a 95 or something. Because it was it was really good. This movie had a 16-minute one-shot. Maybe 16 and a half minutes. I was telling people it was 20. I went back and watched it, and I timed it. It was 16 minutes. One of the best one-shots I've ever seen. If you watch that Loki episode three, Lamentis, and you thought that one-shot was fire, this one-shot was like the shit. If you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, and you thought that one-shot was good, this one-shot... I mean, it takes the cake. It was, like, impressive the way, like, as good as it was. I'm just keeping it real. I really enjoyed it. I mean, and I've seen The Sun because he went to go, uh, and, again, spoiler alert, so if you don't want to hear about it, it ain't really too much to give away, though, but he went to go uh, pick up the, the daughter the son and his ex-wife's sister, right? They was like being held captive in a hotel or some shit. Not a hotel, a prison. Like, I don't know why, but they was in a prison and she wanted to get the fuck up out of there and he went to go get them. And that's when the one shot started. But I mean, the little boy portrayed, betrayed all of them. Like he ended up calling the uncle, which... I'm not too mad at because you don't know what's going on. All you know is your dad. All you know is your mom. And then you kind of feel like your mom just set your dad up to get killed by this damn white man. You know what I'm saying? And you're just supposed to take it. You're supposed to just eat that because of why. So I get it. I look at it from that perspective and I kind of understand what the boy did. But, bro, he getting killed online. And it's that's how you know a film is good. He's getting killed online. It's like thousands of retweets, thousands of likes. The little boy's getting killed online. Like, let me see if I could 
find some of these extraction tweets because it's actually pretty funny. Yo, look at this shit. Well, you can't look at it, but it's an Elon Musk tweet, and he says, define beauty. And then someone says, the action scenes in Extraction 2, that shit got 41,000 likes. Like, I'm not bullshitting. This movie was fire, and it's great reception. The movie so fire, I was like, this has no business. Shout out to Netflix, but this has no business being on Netflix. This should be in theaters. Blockbuster film. That's how good I feel like 1 and 2, Extraction 1 and 2 is. It's not, unless you just really an action junkie, it's not really a movie you're going to watch like five or six times, but one or two is really good because the action is like an adrenaline, like you in your own adrenaline rush in the movie. Because you're like, how is they, how are they going to make it out? Like it was a point where Chris Hemsworth get cracked in the head with a brick and you like, how it, and he just get back up and start fighting. Like he just shook it off. Like, on some damn Mariah Carey shit. I gotta shake it up. Like, he just shook that bitch off. So, hella cool. Uh, again, with the sun, motherfucker said, the most annoying fictional character of the year, and the year is not even over yet. Like, bro, the sun is getting cooked. He's getting cooked. Yeah, like, he getting cooked all over the damn internet, bro. It's not even, it ain't even funny. Somebody said I'm watching Extraction and Chris Hemsworth has just taken cover behind a ladder. Yo, I didn't even notice that, but that shit is funny. But you never know, man. You never know. Somebody said I want to be in the timeline where Extraction 2 was in theaters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I couldn't even imagine. Like, imagine watching a 16-minute one-shot on the big screen. And I think that was the only one-shot in the movie, but regardless, it was fire. Please go watch Extraction 2. I really enjoyed it. I mean, spoiler alert too. My man's ended up after like he sold out his, his mom and shit. My man's ended up in jail like at the end. And they set up Extraction 3. And him and his homegirl uh, ended up being in jail. And it just came up. And you know it's going to be an Extraction 3, and I'll be there no matter what. That movie was super fire. There's not really much else to say about it besides go watch it. It's on Netflix. Like, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. And then let me know what you think at Kevin27World on Instagram or Twitter. I'm getting back on Twitter a little bit, getting my feet wet. You know, the thing about Twitter that I don't like is, like, I don't want to say I just do it for likes, but goddamn, if I post something, can I get a like? At least if I post something on Instagram, I'll get a like at least every now and then, you know. But shit, man, Twitter just be a motherfucker looking at your post. Scroll up. But yeah, I'm getting back on there, man. So follow Kevin 27 row on Instagram and Twitter. And um, let me know how you feeling about Extraction 2. Let me know your thoughts on The Flash. Now, let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. Wait, was there any other funny memes? Extraction 2, number one movie on Netflix. I don't even know what that means, though. Like, it's your app. You say whatever was number one. But yeah, this was definitely a good... Uh, this was definitely a good uh, weekend for movies, I'll say. Like, if you think about it, you got Flash... 
Extraction too, and then I went to see the Blackening. It's probably like most my most fulfilled weekend of movies I've had in a long time, and I still left spoilers and I still left some spoilers out. So uh, go check out Extraction too. Okay, okay. Now let's talk about the Blackening. This film, let's see. This film is 86% on the tomato meter, 84% on the audience score, and I'm about right there. And again, these types of movies are just about expectations. So I didn't really have expectations for this movie other than it being funny. Like, what's the critics' consistency? Somebody said... While it could stand to be a little funnier and a quite bit scarier, the blackening is a thoughtful satire that skewers the horror tropes and racial stereotypes. I mean, that's honestly how I felt. I thought the movie was funny, but I thought it could have been way funnier. I thought it should have been way funnier with like the whole black cast, except for the white cop and the, the other white dudes. I mean, spoiler alert again. I thought it could have been funnier. I thought the... uh, They said racial stereotypes, but I kind of felt like they was like playing into a lot of racial stereotypes. Like... I don't know. It kind of depends on how old everyone is. That, that also depends. Because they was talking about, oh, 10 years ago in college and shit, right? And I'm just like, I get it. Motherfuckers be getting fucked up. But I was just like, bro, your whole friend group doing Molly. Like, I don't know. That just seemed a little too, uh, I don't know, a little too on the nose to me. Like, everybody doing Molly. I don't know about that one. Like, in your 30s? I'm not sure about that. And then also, the jokes. I felt like a lot of the jokes, I'm going to keep it real. I felt like a lot of the jokes, like they just was expecting you to get it because you black. So it should be funny. And some of the jokes, I just was like, well, I'm black. So you're not funny. And then it was just some parts was just cringy as fuck. Like happy Juneteenth niggas. Like they said that shit way too many times. I was just like, eh, some of that shit was a little. eh." Now, I did like the uh, cast, though. A couple of the cast I know, but I really enjoyed it for sure. Like Yvonne Orgy, she was good. Like it was some good, it was some good cast cast members in it. But I don't know. I don't. I, it's probably a movie I'll never watch again. If I'm just being real, maybe if I'm like chilling with my lady or something, that she want to watch it, I'll watch it. But uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. It was cool. It was it was a good movie to watch, especially. Juneteenth is a Juneteenth film. They were on vacation in the woods for Juneteenth. So it's not like, you know, it wasn't a good movie. I mean, and it was like for the holiday. So I did enjoy it for that aspect. And I just love when I see all my black people on the screen shining. Very good. I just thought some of the jokes was a little cringy. And for it to be a horror film, it wasn't scary at all but anybody who knows me and i feel like this is a thing amongst most black people and it could be because we black but 
black people just not scary, bro, at all. Like black people don't do horror well. Except for Jordan Peele. I thought his first two films did the horror very well, but he's like the only one. The rest of the black, anything that's black, like, because black people just not scary. Black people funny as fuck. Like, so when you watching this movie, they just being funny and shit, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like they're trying to make fun of, like, the horror, like, the horror tropes and this and that. I thought it was cool. I'm not going to lie. But it could have been a little scarier. I mean, you got some dude, you got dudes shooting motherfuckers with crossbows. I mean, it's not that intimidating to me, at least. I'm always a slasher type of guy. The the, the, the stabbing, that shit never gets old because it's so, like, personal. You shooting a motherfucker with a crossbow from, like, 20 feet away, it's not that scary to me. And then when it's time to fight, you're getting your ass whooped by a motherfucker that got shot twice. And then you get your ass whooped by a fucking light-skinned chick off Adderall. Nah, bro. So, yeah, definitely wasn't scary. And then the plot twist. The plot twist was such uneventful. Like, you kind of, I've seen the plot twist coming from a mile away. Like, so all of these dudes come up there, and they got the corny dude, and he's there. And he the corny, he like the corny Carlton motherfucker. Even they was clowning him, calling him Carlton, getting his name wrong. You you could kind of tell. And he was a little too eager to play the game, the blackening. He was too eager. So I thought that was a little shitty. Like, oh, you guys, you, you said I wasn't black enough because I reneged on a spades game. Like, bro, if you renege, you're going to get clowned. I renege before I got clowned. That's how it happens. You don't just get to renege on a space table and then people just not going to talk shit about you. You're going to get clowned for that. So I don't know. His reasoning I thought was trash for why he did everything he did. Like the plot twist was just uneventful. Like I could see that coming a mile away. So yeah. Yeah. Black people shouldn't do horror films. I ain't going to hold you. Like I went to see it because I want I, I support my people, you know what I mean. But ugh. I give it a six out of ten. If I'm just being real, it and and only why and the reason why I say that because in the beginning I felt like the two people they show that's on my story. I think they both died, but the the crew who came together, like in the the ones on the front cover, none of them died. So I was like, damn, that was uneventful as fuck. Like, no one died. Like, shit, y'all should have whooped their ass. It's six on two or six on three. Like, y'all should have won that shit easily. I mean, of course, if you get caught off guard, I'm not saying that, but it was uneventful. I ain't even going to lie to you. But still, funny movie. A lot of the jokes hit, you know. A lot of the jokes said it was a joke when he said, uh, we should call the cops after they like won and shit. And everybody just looked at him and started laughing. I started laughing too. Cause I mean, what was I just saying about the Jonathan major shit? When you black, you never call the pop. You never call the cops. Never, ever. I mean, unless your life is threatened and in danger, you just don't call the cops, bro. Cause 
nothing like I don't want to say nothing good can come of it, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, look what happened with Jonathan Majors. He called the cops because his girl tripping, and now he done lost his career. Like, seriously. And we're not absolving him because if he put his hands on her, that is what it is. I mean, but if it's self-defense, who knows? But regardless, you called the cops, my guy. So you fucked up. You know you don't fucked up, right? You know you don't fucked up. Like, that's how I feel about it. So, and most people feel like that. So it was a good type of thing. Now, the inside jokes, I really like. Like the whole when you could just look at a motherfucker. I don't know if that's just a black thing, though. I kind of feel like it's a human thing. Like you can kind of read what people are going through or whatever just off of what's what they face look like. So that was cool. But um, yeah, man. If you black and you want to watch some black shit and get it, it, you know what it did lend me to though. I was like, damn, I didn't know my black history a little bit better. Cause bro, when they said Oh, sing the uh the second verse of the Black National Anthem, or you're gonna die. I was like, damn, I'll be dead. Like it was it was some shit on there that I was like, whew, I don't really know. I don't really know this, I don't really know that. So that was one thing. But like I said, if you're black and you want to just watch some shit with your with your black family, your black friends, and just have a good time, definitely watch that shit. If you white, you want to just dig into some black culture and just laugh at some of the shit that black people be talking about, watch that shit too. It's, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun movie. Like I said, every movie doesn't have to be Shakespeare. Every movie doesn't have to be Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, or some shit like that. Like, everything don't gotta be the Titanic. Some shit could just be fun, a one-watch movie thing, and that's it. You don't gotta, like, just take the experience for what it is. And that's how I, I live life. So, I'm right there. I'm gonna give it a 6 out of 10. Um, probably never watch it again, but still good. All right. So before we get up out of here, let's get into the Marvel. Well, I ain't going to say Marvel news, but let's watch this trailer for Craven the Hunter because boy, I was super surprised when I seen it. I figured it was coming soon because it's coming out in October and bro, it's about to be the, the year to Craven year of the Craven. Think about it. Spider-Man coming out uh, September. No, Spider-Man coming out October 20th and then Craven coming out like early October. So you're talking about the whole month is just going to be focused on Craven. I think that's dope. I like that, actually. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. So let's get into this trailer, man. All right, before I get into this, I ain't gonna lie. Seeing Craven the Hunter with only 1.7 million views in 16 hours, that's just a little crazy. I mean, I get it. It's not a big superhero, but damn. Looking at this shit. Never show mercy. I'm looking at this and motherfuckers like, oh, he need to be bigger. I'm like, bro, y'all motherfuckers weird. Yo, Aaron Tyler Johnson looked jacked. He looked jacked, bro. The predators. Boys, your mother is dead. 
she died because you sent her away. She was weak. Sick in her mind. Damn. Damn my business. Papa craving with this shit. He said she was weak. Power is about strength. If you show weakness, you will give our enemies an opening. Shit. He is weak, like his mother. Leave him. And hey, that's savage. Imagine your son get attacked by a fucking lion. Remember, Craven is was born to the parents, uh, or born to Russian parents, and then they moved to. I guess they moved to Africa, or I don't know if they was already living in Africa, but it was something like that, right? Imagine your son in the damn wild and he shoot a lion and that motherfucker lion come and eat his back off, tear his back off. And then you like, yeah, just leave him. He weak like his mom. Damn, man. Have some empathy, bro. What's wrong with you, my guy? What happened that day? I stared death in the face. I ain't gonna lie. That's a little corny. So, because he shot the lion, the lion was leaking blood, and then he had his, he had a whole, whole like, holes because the lion was tearing his back up, fucking him up, puncturing him, and then the lion bleeds, gets his blood inside of him, and that's how he become Craven the Hunter. That's a little corny to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit is cheesy. Like, I get it with the Flash, how the Flash got his powers. It kind of makes sense. Oh, lightning and chemicals. But just lion blood? What? Just lion blood? Who the fuck are you, Charlie Sheen? The fuck? All you do is fuck hoes and drink tiger blood? Fuck. And for the first time, I saw my true self. Tell me about this hunter. They say he uses a connection with animals to track his prey. And once you're on his list, there's only one way off. There's six of us, but only one of you. There's six of you now. Okay. Yo, he just bit a motherfucker's nose off. Hey. Y'all ain't, yo, y'all not comic book fans. Y'all not geeks. Y'all not nerds, bro. I'm convinced. I've seen so many people shitting on this trailer. I am convinced you guys are not comic book fans and really nerds how you guys are out here portraying. Because, bro, how could you see a motherfucker bite somebody's nose off, spit it into the camera, and then you're like, oh, that shit look ass. Like, bro, get out of here. Why do you hunt? My father puts evil into the world. Damn! I take it out. I think you're some kind of honor. You are exactly like our father. Just another man hunting for a trophy. We're murderers. Isn't that what he taught us? You don't get to do that to me anymore. Mr. Teglin? Mr. Teglin? Where's Mr. Teglin? Oh, you're standing in him. 
Holy shit. You're a goddamn lunatic. Oh, you just figure that out now? one of us don't you want to know why they call me the rhino oh shit yeah so we're gonna have rhino i mean come on the the sony spider-verse is shaping up very well i mean outside of morbius which honestly when i saw morbius i thought that was a cool movie like the ending was a little shitty, but I thought the movie was kind of good. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the best movie I had ever seen, but it definitely was the worst. But I mean, Venom, the first Venom was good. The second Venom, I thought that shit was, I mean, I don't know, man. But this one, <laughs> I'm trying to shoot Sony some bail, man, for their live act Spider-Verse. But I'm definitely excited for this. I'm I'm very excited for this. Um, I wouldn't say more excited than I am for the Marvels, but it is nice to know that they dropping that in October and then we get the Marvels in November because shit, we gonna we gonna be on another drought, man. We getting Secret Invasion, and then that's gonna stop like middle July, and then after that we don't get another Marvel film for four months. So I'm actually happy this is coming out in November even if I know people are going to shit on it. I mean, you could kind of see already, like, oh, people are just ready. I don't, I don't know if it is comic book fatigue or if it's because comic book movies are the most popular genre or I don't want to say comic book movies because a comic is a medium, but superhero movies are the most popular genre right now. So it's the easiest to get a hit tweet off of. Like, seriously. Like, I've seen something... Where they was like, oh, they wanted to have a an homage to Michael Keaton's Batman and then made him a complete idiot. Like, <laughs> like bro. And that shit got at least 20,000 likes. Like, bro. I think it's just superhero films are just the easiest to rag on because they are the most popular. I mean, other than Avatar and I guess, I mean, definitely like action franchise like the franchises are big still like i'll i'll be going to see mission impossible you know but i don't i don't know i think uh superhero movies are just the biggest right now like must go to the theaters to watch it type shit <sighs> excuse me unless it's dc because bro nobody going to the and it's crazy my theater was packed but then when you look at the the sales they're worse than black adam and everybody know black adam flopped so holy, holy. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Craven the Hunter. That should look fire. Now, one thing that is having me a little unsettled about it, he doesn't have the accent. And I think the accent, I'm not saying the accent makes Craven the Hunter because. How would you know? But I mean, he did grow up in Africa. So even if you are around your dad 
like you didn't grow up in that environment in a Russian environment, so you wouldn't have the accent, I guess. It is a little weird. And you know, it's probably like South Africa, and they speak like English like we do. So I guess, man, I could see why he doesn't have the accent. I'm not super mad at it, but anybody complaining about him not being big enough, he's definitely big enough. He looks swole. He looked jacked as fuck, man. He looked hella jacked. So, um, yeah, I like. I really like that, and I'm here for it, and I will be there Thursday opening night to go watch it. Now, one thing I did want to touch on, hopefully, I, damn, did I forget it? I think I did forget it. It was something about the Flash. Ah, oh, come on. Okay, one thing I wanted to touch on when it comes to the Flash too. And again, I don't read the comics. I don't know shit about the Flash. But I did want to touch on if he could have kept going back and seeing like what was going on with with you know his mom, how or trying to change shit. How come he never at least because this is my thing. If he could have just found out who really killed his mom, he'd have been able to get out to the police and, and exonerate his dad anyways without having to change anything. So I think that that was another reason. That was another part of the movie I didn't understand. I was just like, bro, go back in time and just see who did it. Like, at least. I would want to know that. Now, someone told me that, oh, it was the Flash who killed him. Like a future version of Flash, Dark Flash or something. That'd be trash. Like, that's some trash shit. You can't have that. So hopefully that's not what it was. But yeah, I think they should have did that. And especially with, we might not see another Flash movie like in the next 10 years if we just being real. Maybe five depending on how James Gunn going to do the reboot. But, bro, we're not seeing a Flash movie for a long time. Maybe they'll do a new Flash with the TV actor and put him on the big screen. But definitely not seeing one with Ezra Miller. Anytime soon. All right? Woo. Getting sleepy, man. It's 4.30 in the a.m. Um, all right, y'all. I'm out of here. I will see you guys tonight. For the Secret Invasion podcast, the Secret Invasion after show, I'm sure you guys already seen that I've changed the uh, the profile picture and changed the title on the podcast. Yes, it is straight out of Marvel, Secret Invasion after show. I'm here for it. I'm ready. Nigga, we made it. Like, bro, real shit. That's how I feel right now. Like, we made it. So, uh, you guys enjoy your day Tuesday. Pretty sure a lot of y'all going back to work today. And um, I'll see you guys on the next episode. See you on Secret Invasion episode one. And um, we will be having like since this is dropping, since Secret Invasion dropping, it's gonna be a lot of content. Like I said, hopefully my boy Stevie pull up, and then we could do a separate episode and then I'll still do a, uh, what's it called? I'll still do an ultimate review. So we should be having dropping like, honestly, we should be dropping like five episodes this week. If I'm just being real with you, maybe four, cause I want to do that. And I still want to do the, uh, 
Captain Marvel shit. She's done a lot with these t-shirts, going through bullshit. I was trying to get it ready. Not going to be ready. I tried it. Not going to be ready, but uh, hopefully by the next episode, I'll have the t-shirts up, and then shit, maybe one or two people will buy one. But uh, yeah, man. It's been Kevin27, your favorite Marvel host, and I will be back. Make sure you give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube because I'm, I will be dropping videos on YouTube, like I said. Like when I said my YouTube career is over, I meant what I was doing with the written content. I'm still going to be dropping videos, like especially if I got my boy pulling up or whatever. So definitely dropping videos. I'll see you on the timeline or you'll see me on the timeline. Follow Instagram, Kevin27World. Everything is Kevin27World, okay? And, um, yo, this is kind of like my first episode of This is Cinema. Like, that's going to be the name of my new podcast when I'm just doing movie reviews. So, uh, it's kind of like was the first episode of This is Cinema. So, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will be back. See you later. Believe until you make believers.